This is the Pick and Pop Podcast. Yo, what is up everybody? My name is Jacob Phil and I am one of your co-hosts for the Pick and Pop Podcast. And joining me as always is my good friend Zach Oates up in an uh washington how's it going zach (laughs) it's going good man happy to be back as we start out today i just want to give a quick shout out to anyone listening right now we really appreciate you guys sticking with us you know we're a couple of washed up postgrads but um, (laughs) we really really appreciate you guys sticking with the pick and pop podcast so you know hopefully you keep listening hopefully we provide some good content for you yeah, great, great mention of the listeners. I, I feel like that's something that we forget to do a lot of times is like shout out the people that give us listens. Um, exactly. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. If anybody's listening out there, we appreciate <laughs> If anyone's you. out there, <laughs> if anybody, can you hear us? <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, well, I think that we have a really good show for you guys. Um, for those of you that are listening, we have a good show planned for you. Um, I think right now um, we're going to hop into some football talks from college and professional football. Um, And then after that, we're going to go to Zach for a segment on basketball. Um, And then a segment that I'm really excited about, um, I planned a segment on TV and movies, so an entertainment segment, which should be pretty fun. And then um, Zach will close us out with an outro on some Gonzaga basketball as well for all you Zags out there. Yes, sir. So um, with that being said, let's hop into some football talk. Um, So if any of you dedicated listeners... Um, tuned into our last episode, uh, Zach and I made our college football picks for the college football playoff. Um, and I just kind of wanted to recap our picks. Um, I think that we had the same three teams and then we had one team that was different. And my team that was different was Michigan. Um, and the day after we recorded the last podcast, Michigan got absolutely stomped by Wisconsin by like 30 points. So that pick didn't look really hot at first. Um, But since then, they have won every game and they do play Penn State, which is um, not Zach's playoff team, but his team to watch for the year. Um, So we'll have to see who wins that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about Penn State's chances tomorrow. It's a night game at home. You know, Penn State always shows up for those night games. I'm assuming it's going to be a whiteout, too, Mm -hmm. which is always a tough environment. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. About Penn State's chances, and I think that Michigan pick might just continue to drop. I hate to say it, but I don't know about that one. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to see. I mean, I think Michigan can pull it out. Um, I don't have any faith in their offense, unfortunately, but I do have a lot of faith in their defense. I think they have a good defense this year. Um, And this is Penn State's, so I don't know what their quarterback's name is, but I think this is his first year as a starter. And yeah, yeah. And um, this, I think this will be his like biggest test thus far. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he can, you know, match up with Michigan's tight defense. Um, but yeah, that'll be a good one. And then also, I just wanted to bring up, you know, um, like I said, Penn State is Zach's uh, team to watch for the college football season. Mine was University of Central Florida, and they have absolutely flopped. So I would like to give credit to Zach where credit is due. Zach, you have officially beaten me in the team to watch, so I'm pretty sure I owe you a beer sometime down the road. Hey, I'm really proud of you for bringing this up and, you know, biting the bullet, bringing it up yourself. I, 
I was going to wait till the end of the episode to rub it in, but you decided to bring it out right away. So I, I got to give you some props for that. Yeah, we just got to rip the Band-Aid off and get it. Exactly. Right. So I, exactly. I, I'd rather get it out of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. Oh, speaking of Penn State, though, have you been able to watch any of the 24-7 college football? It's like the college football hard knock show that's been going. No, I haven't been able to watch any of that, actually. Have you watched any? And if yeah, so I, every every Wednesday for the past couple of weeks and then one more week, they've done um, a little one-hour documentary on a different team. Mm. So a couple of weeks ago, who did they do? They did Florida. Um, then the next week they did Penn State. And then this week they did Arizona State, so with like Herm Edwards. Yeah. I, I, that was my favorite one so far. And then next week they have the Cougars and Mike Leach. Right. So that that one's going to be really good. So any of you football fans out there missing Hard Knocks, if you go to HBO, it's called 24-7 College Football. Really good show. It's only like an hour long for each episode. And I think they only have one more after this week. So go check that out. For sure. Um, there's actually been a little podcast topic on my notes in my phone for like several months now that has something to do with Hard Knocks. Um, uh, obviously, I haven't planned it for this episode, but since you mentioned it, I think that we should pencil that in for next episode. So next okay. episode, for everybody listening, we're going to have a Hard Knocks segment. It won't be about you know the actual HBO show, um, but it will have something to do with the idea of Hard Knocks, if that makes sense. Huh, okay, so okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah, so there's a little teaser for all you guys out there, including you, Zach. Including me. Yep. Um, and then the last thing um, I want to bring up football wise is, um, you know, you're from Washington. I'm from the Bay Area. The 49ers and the Seahawks rivalry has always been a really big deal for you and myself. Um, you know, just, you know, being our hometown teams. And then, you know, you lived in a house with myself, Aiden and Keegan for, you know, basically four years. And we all <laughs> constantly shit on you for liking the Seahawks. Um, and I would like to say that, you know, now that I am a 49ers employee, I think that the rivalry is going to be bigger than ever. So we might have to put something on these games. We might, we might have to, I agree with that. And and I'm honestly happy the 49ers are doing so well right now because it's Mm going to feel that much sweeter when we beat you guys on Monday night football. Oh God. (laughs) God. (laughs) Hey, I can get my shots in now. I'm on the other side of the country. (laughs) True, true. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Um, maybe, maybe I can, uh, I can redeem myself after the poor college football picks. Yeah, yeah, we might have to. I, I do have to say though, it's been interesting watching football this year because this is my first time in four years being able to watch football and, and not having three other guys in the room just take down my team every second. So it's been, it's been refreshing. Yeah. It's been a little refreshing. I got to say, I'm, I'm like waiting for someone to just jump out of a bush and tell me how bad the Seahawks are or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're safe for now, I guess. Um, Yeah. We'll have to see. Um, I think that, I mean, they obviously played twice this year and um, actually the last game of the regular season is a 49ers and Seahawks game. Yeah, Um, you're right. And that game, you know, might decide, I mean, it'll probably decide the division and it might Mm -hmm. even decide, you know, playoffs. So that should be a really big game. Um, so I'm looking forward to that down the road. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. And as you as you guys heard, Jacob is a 49ers employee, so show this man some love. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> All right. Um, well, on that note, I think we'll hop into a quick break, play some music, and then we will be right back. Bye. She my mind with ideas. I'm not. 
is in the room Hope I make it out of here She saw my eyes, she know I'm gone I see some things that you might fear I'm doing a show, I'll be back soon That ain't what she wanna hear Now I got it in my room Legs wrapped around my beard Got the fastest car zoom Hope we make it out of here When I'm with you, I feel alive You say you love me, don't you lie Don't cry my heart, don't wanna die Keep the pistol on my side Case is She fill my mind up with ideas I'm the highest in the room Hope I make it out of here We ain't stressing about the loot My block made a case real This not the molly, this the boot Ain't no coming back from here Welcome back. Alright, so now, since the NBA season is about to get started, we have preseason action going right now. Uh, we are going to do an NBA preview. So, most of you guys probably remember about a year ago, me and Jacob did an NBA preview in one of our first episodes. We are going to structure this very similarly. So, we're going to go through, um, we're going to alternate as we go, but we're going to go through the top eight teams for each conference uh, per our predictions. So, the top eight, meaning the teams that will make the playoffs in each conference. So we're going to start with the Western Conference. I'll, uh, Jacob will give his number one seed. I'll get my number one seed. He'll give his two seed. I'll get my two seed, so on. So let's start with the Western Conference. Uh, Jacob, go ahead with your number one seed. All right. Um, my number one seed for the NBA Western Conference this year um, is going to have to be the L.A. Clippers. Um, and they are, you know, LA's real team right now. I think um, they're gonna not necessarily overtake the Lakers in terms of fan base, but in terms of talent and in terms of win total, they're gonna overtake LA. LA's real team. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, with my number one seed, I'm gonna go with the Denver Nuggets. Okay. So, okay. Yep. So, and keep in mind, this is what this is how I think the regular season will end. Um, we'll right, make our right. finals predictions later, but this is, I think, when the regular season is all said and done, I think the Denver Nuggets will be the one seed, partly because they're just so deep. Um, they showed it last year, and they're one of those teams that when guys get injured, they have guys that can step up. Um, and I think for an 82-game season, they're going to be in the one seed at the end of the year. All right. Um, my number two seed, which might surprise some people, um, is going to be the Utah Jazz. Wow, um, I like it. Taking the second seed in the West. Um, and I think for the Utah Jazz, Mike Conley and his addition there is going to make all the difference, just like his experience, his, his ability to distribute the ball, bring you know that hard-nosed defensive mentality to that kind of younger team, um, especially with Donovan Mitchell. I think he's going to be a really good leader, and he's going to lead them to the number two seed. Yeah, I like that pick a lot, too. I didn't pick them quite that high, but I think Utah is going to be really good this year, too. Definitely better than they were last year. Um, for my two seed in the West, I got the Clippers. So one seed below what you got them. Um, yeah, so that's where I got the Clippers. All right, moving on to pit, or seed number three. Um, in the third spot in the West, I have the Denver Nuggets. Um, 
So a little bit lower than you have them. Um, and I think, you know, they're, like you said, they're a really deep team. They're kind of built for the regular season. Yep. I think um, they have a lot of young guys who, you know, don't necessarily have to rest a whole lot. Um, so I think they're going to have a really good year. And I have them at the three spot. Michael Porter Jr. Coming back this year, yeah. finally healthy. So yeah. keep an eye out for him. Definitely. Uh, for my three seed, I got the Los Angeles Lakers. So they're a little bit more of a veteran squad. One team that is definitely going to be there come the end of the year in the playoffs. But regular season, I think they're going to do what a lot of LeBron teams have done and kind of hang out in that two to three spot and then put themselves in a good position to make a playoff run. All right. Um, moving on to spot number four. Um, I have the Houston Rockets. Um, and okay. this is a reunited run for James Harden and for Russell Westbrook. Yes, yes. All right, so you got them at number four. At number four, I got Utah. So a little bit lower than you got them, but I think, yeah, we got a pretty similar top four. So I think Utah's going to be in the mix of things, and yeah, I got them at number four. All right. Um, The Lakers are going to have to take my five seed. Um, I think that they are a good team, and they're going to be in the conversation, um, you know, later in the playoffs for making it to the finals. Um, the only reason I have them at number five is because I think at this point in LeBron's career, he's not going to play a ton of games, especially down the stretch. Um, and AD has always been injury prone, so I don't see him playing, you know, on a, you know, every single night basis either. Yeah. Um, and outside those two, they don't really have a ton anyway. Um, uh-huh. So A lot of shooters, but that's about it. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I have them solo at, at number five. Okay. Number five, I got the Rockets. Um, that would make for an interesting four or five matchup with uh, Utah and the Rockets right there. I could see that one going seven games. Yeah. So I hope maybe we can get a, a good matchup like that. Definitely. All right. Um, number six um, is my good hometown team, the Golden State Warriors. Nice. Um, you know, I think they're obviously going to have a huge drop off from their previous years. You know, they're missing KD now. Clay is going to be out for most of the season. Um, but I do think, you know, um, several of their other players will pick up the slack and they'll still be a decent playoff contender. Dude, I just got to say, when I watched them the other night in the preseason against the Lakers, it was just so strange. I mean, it was like yeah. D'Angelo Russell, first off, bringing the ball up the court, which was weird enough. Yeah. And then they, they had all these no names around him and then like Draymond. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steph wasn't playing. It was just such a strange thing. Uh, but yeah, I feel like they're they're going to find a way to put the pieces together. They got a great coach. And especially once Clay comes back, which hopefully he's ready for the playoffs, that they will definitely be able to make a deep playoff run if Clay's back. Um, so in my sixth spot, I actually have the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, you got Dame and CJ back there. Always got to watch out for those guys. So I think those guys will take the sixth spot, which would put them against the Lakers in the first round, which unfortunately I don't think would bear very well for them. So, yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm going to have them at my sixth spot. Um, I have them in my seven spot, so just okay. one, one spot below you. Um, and I have them there because I, I just still think Damian Lillard doesn't have enough help, to be honest. Like, he's uh-huh. he's good, obviously, by himself. CJ is good, too. But other than those two, I mean, not much has changed on their team since last year. And I just think they're good, but, you know, they're sitting at the seven seed for me. They need that third piece. You're right. Yeah, they did, yeah. They've been missing that third guy the last couple of years. I thought Nurkic might turn out to be that. Yeah. Um, but he's injury prone, and I don't know if he's going to be able to step up and be that guy. So I got the Warriors at number seven. So we kind of flip flop Blazers and Warriors there. Um, but yeah, Warriors. Wow. 
that'll be a heck of a first round matchup if they can get Clay back and then playing for me it'd be have them playing the Clippers. That would be one heck of a first round matchup. Right. That's that's something that you could see in like the conference finals. So um, yeah, I got, I got them at number seven. And rounding out my Western Conference uh, playoffs, I have the San Antonio Spurs. Um, you know, I think I, I think last year I made the mistake of not picking them to make the playoffs, uh-huh. um, and I'm not going to make that mistake again. You know, I just think Popovich will always find a way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I left him out, and now thinking about it, I'm almost regretting that, but I went with the young and up-and-coming Pelicans. I, so. I, I almost <laughs> put them in there. I was so yeah, close. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just a team that everyone's going to want to root for, too. They're going to be so fun to watch. It's going to be kind of like uh, when the Warriors had, you know, when it was Mark Jackson as their coach a couple years back before they won all these championships. They were this up-and-coming young team. Yeah. It was so exciting. So I think the Pelicans will be similar to that. And I got them coming in at the eighth spot. Nice, nice. So now let's jump over to our Eastern Conference. Um, we, we each gave you our picks for the West. And I'll go first on this one since Jacob went first on the Eastern Conference. So for number or for on the west. So now going to the east, I have at number one. I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Same here. I have the Milwaukee Bucks at number one. Not much right, to say right. there. <laughs> yeah, not much to say there. I mean, you got Giannis, uh, reigning MVP. He's got a lot of pieces around him. They don't have Malcolm Brogdon anymore, which might hurt them a little bit. Um, but I, I still think they're going to be able to grab that top spot. Top spot. Um, number two, I got the Philadelphia 76ers. Same here. See, that's the thing with the East. I think the top teams are pretty easy to pick, but then after that, it gets a little bit iffy. Um, so, yeah, so that's the two. For number three, I got the Boston Celtics. What about you? Who you got at number three? So, I have the Indiana Pacers at three. So, I guess, wow. I, I guess there will be our, uh, our first change for the East. Wow, um, okay. That, that's so interesting. I, I have my Indiana in a very different spot. Why do you have Indiana so high? So I have Indiana high because um, I think last year they were primed to be a top three seed um, uh-huh. in the playoffs last year. But then Oladipo got hurt early, and you know, they're, you know they were still able, able to salvage a decent season, but mm-hmm. they were just never the same after Oladipo went down. And he's going to be back healthy. They're also adding Malcolm Brogdon, who you just mentioned a second ago. Um, yep. and, and I think Oladipo and Brogdon in the backcourt is, you know, going to add to that list of like league's best backcourts. I mean, they're going to be a really dynamic, good defensive um, backcourt that's, you know, yeah. going to give a lot of teams a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And then not to mention, they have our boy DeMontis Sabonis. I was going to say, was, and, and they have Miles Turner, who's a big boy um, who can stretch uh-huh. the floor. So I just think they're really well rounded. Um, and I think that, you know, it, their time is finally going to come and they're going to be a top three team. Okay. Yeah, they're one of those teams, too, kind of like Denver, that you can see playing really well in the regular season and um, getting a good spot going into the playoffs. But then do they have that go-to guy that can get him to the next round in the playoffs? Right. So that's interesting. Um, for number four, I got the Toronto Raptors defending NBA champions. Uh, they're not, they obviously are without their best player in Kawhi Leonard this year, but I think they're another one of those teams that's very deep, has a lot, a lot of role players and a lot of guys that will put up solid numbers every night. So I see them coming in at the four spot. My number four team is the Celtics. Um, so just a, a slot lower than you have them. Uh-huh. Um, and my so I have an interesting prediction for them this year. You know how um, Tobias Harris and that really tall like 
like crazy tall guy. What's his name? Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, Bog- Bogdan. Yeah, 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 Bogdan. Yeah. You know how they're like best friends in the league. Yeah, yeah. Now I think I think Cantor and Taco Fall are gonna become the next duo like that. They're just gonna <laughs> really? be like, they're gonna become best friends. Like they're just gonna be fun to watch all year. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I have them at the four spot. Nice. Dude, I, yeah, I forgot about Taco, man. He's been kind of – I've seen some highlights of him in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I think he, he'll actually put up some numbers every now and again. Yeah. I'm glad they actually gave him a spot because for a while it looked like no team was going to give him a chance in the NBA. So Yeah. Any time a guy's that big, you got to put him out there. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, number five spot, I got the Brooklyn Nets. So they are going to be missing probably their best player in Kevin Durant, most likely for the entire year, but they still got Kyrie Irving. Got a lot of good role players around them, and they made the playoffs last year um, with D'Angelo Russell as their best player. So he's gone, but in his place is an upgrade to Kyrie Irving, and so I think they're going to be just a little bit better than they were last year, and I got him at the five. Me too. I echo everything that you nice. said. Okay, sweet. Um, number six, I got the Miami Heat. So, as you know, or as you're probably noticing, Indiana is still dropping. So yeah, yeah. We, got a, we got a pretty different pick there. But, yeah, they got Jimmy Butler, a lot of good role players around them. So I got Miami next. Okay. Um, my sixth seed is Toronto. Um, so, okay. you know, a little bit lower than you have them. Um, I think the Raptors are unfortunately going extinct. Um, they're just... <laughs> They're just falling off. Kawhi carried them last year, and he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. They just don't have enough anymore to be competitive, in my mind. Yep. All right, and then at number seven, I got Indiana. And I'm really hoping I don't regret this, because like I said, and like you said, I think they're one of those teams that do really well in the regular season. But I think all those other East teams have a little bit more, so I got Indiana at number seven. All right, that'll be interesting, because we do, like you said, have very different picks there. Um, yep. My number seven team is the Miami Heat. Um, kind of the same things that you said for them. Um, they got Jimmy Butler now, and I think this is going to be his opportunity to finally be like the man. I mean, yeah. he's, he's been on a couple teams where he's had some, you know, like second fiddles and stuff. But I think now he's uh-huh. going to get his opportunity to finally be the guy. Okay. Now, well, this will be interesting for our number eight spot. This, I was kind of reaching. This, I wasn't sure. This could who to literally go with. be any team. This any could be any anybody. team could grab this spot because, yeah. I mean, whoever it's going to be is going to be a really not very good team, in my opinion. Uh, but I put Detroit. They're the team that got the eighth spot last year, and they got Blake, and they got Andre Drummond. So I think I, they got Reggie Jackson. I think they'll they'll grab that eighth spot. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I also have oh, them. Nice. I also have them in the A spot. Um, they do have Blake. They do have Drummond, but the guy you didn't mention was Derrick Rose. So um, oh, how could I forget? He's uh, he's coming. <laughs> he's coming to Detroit, um, and he's gonna put the team on his back. I actually think that Derrick Rose might be in the conversation for most improved player this year, uh-huh. um, which I think would be something really crazy for the league because you have a former former MVP. Who will be in the running for most improved, which yeah, would wow. be really crazy. But I think he's gonna have a good year. Um, I mean he's obviously not gonna be, you know, like the old Derrick Rose, but yeah, I think yeah. he's I think he's gonna have a really good year. I think that's a good team for him too, because I mean yeah. they got Reggie Jackson, but I think if he doesn't start, he'll be definitely a six man. And I think he's gonna be able to put up a lot of points and a lot of numbers on that team. So definitely that would be cool to see him in the playoffs. All right, so there you go. You got our top eight Western and Eastern Conference playoff picks right there. So now that we have that, we're going to give you our 
Western and Eastern Conference Finals, and then NBA Finals. Yes, we will do that. Um, but before we get there, I think we're going to take a quick break, um, and we'll be right back with our predictions for the NBA. You like it, what you see? Everything designer, that's on me. segment here and we're going to start with our western and eastern conference finals predictions and then go to our nba finals prediction from that and eventually our champion so jacob you want to give your western conference finals prediction all right my western conference finals um i'm actually really hoping that this is different than yours um uh-huh. i'm i'm almost positive that it, that it will be different really but, okay but i am hoping that both teams are different so my Western Conference Finals are the LA Clippers versus the Utah Jazz. Wow, you got Utah in there. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I am very high on Utah for some reason. I don't really know why. Um, uh-huh. I kind of just have this weird feeling about them. Like I said, Mike Conley is gonna come in and make the difference. So yeah, yeah, I have Clippers in Utah. Nice. I mean, they're they're very well coached. They got a shot blocker down low. I I like that. But I'm going with. The L.A. matchup, L.A. Clippers, L.A. Lakers, I think that would be mm. awesome for basketball. We're going to see them play a lot this year. And I just think the the duo on each side of Kawhi and Paul George and then A.D. and LeBron on the other side, I th- I can see that happening. The two veteran teams that know how to win in the playoffs. So that's my Western Conference Finals prediction. Just a quick note on that. like, Can you imagine the L.A., L.A. Western Conference Finals? Because like, the Clippers would be playing almost every game away. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, I guess. Because, yeah. I mean, L.A. is dominated by Lakers fans. And I'm sure, uh-huh. you know, I'm like, I'm sure the Clippers would find some way to get people in the building that are going to root for them. Like, yeah, I'm sure something would have to happen that way. But like, that would be insane. Like, there's no home or road games. Like, yeah, it's just seven games in the Staples Center. Just yeah. Seven games in the Staples Center. Like, that would be <laughs> wild. So like, that I, would be crazy. I dude. almost hope it happens just for the sake of like the spectacle of having that happen. Yeah, um, but yeah, that dude. Was, I wonder. I wonder what crazy. ticket prices would be for those games. Like, because if if, if that, that happens, like we should try to go to a game for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to every game, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, you want to give your Eastern Conference Finals prediction? Sure. So my Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think this is pretty basic for the East. I have the uh-huh. Milwaukee Bucks and the Seventy Sixers. Um, I think that they're the clear two best teams in the conference, and I think they're just going to make it to the end. Yeah, I don't have any much else to say there. Yeah, I got the same thing, Milwaukee and 76ers. 
All right. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and um, give you my finals matchup then. Yes. Um, so I have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Clippers in the finals. Okay. You got Milwaukee. I have the Clippers as well, but I have the 76ers beating Milwaukee. Interesting, so, because I would, have thought, I would have thought you would have flipped it the other way, and you would have had Milwaukee and the Lakers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah no. I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like the Clippers are going to be too much for the Lakers. I feel like they just have more firepower and they're better on defense. And then 76ers, I, I think Al Horford is a big add for them. Yeah. And yeah. and for and last year, Giannis just kind of folded in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you, they were able to – Toronto was able to show a lot of his weaknesses. So, I feel like Philly is going to be able to find a way to do that too. So, that's who I got. All right. Um, I think next we have our MVP – our rookie of the year and our surprise team, correct? Wait, do you want to say who you think is going to win it all? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think the Clippers win it all. Yeah, that's what I got too. Okay, yeah. Kawhi back to back, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So, like I was saying, um, we have MVP, rookie of the year, and surprise team. Um, let's start with surprise team. Um, okay. I mean, I think it's pretty clear who mine is. I have the Utah Jazz as my surprise team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Um, you know, I've already talked about them a lot, so I won't go into much more d- detail, but they're my surprise team for the year. Okay. And my surprise team will be a little bit interesting based on what I gave in my predictions, but I have I have Denver, and you might not think of them as a surprise team, but I think a lot of people would be surprised that they ha- I have them in number one seed for the West um, just because the Clippers and the Lakers are in that conference. So I think they're going to be – Better than they were last year. I think they're going to play really well in the regular season. And they got a good chance of fighting for a spot to get to the conference finals. So I, I, I struggled to pick a team, but I got Denver in my surprise team. All right, interesting. Um, why don't you give us um, your rookie of the year? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a shocker, but I got Zion. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's that, that's why I figure we would do that before MVP because I figure we'll yeah. have the same pick. Yeah, we'll just get that out of the way. I'm yeah. kind of mad that he's injured right now because he's going to be out for the start of the season. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I'm kind of thinking about like putting like a small bet on like some no name to win Rookie of the Year because like the payout is going to be huge if one <laughs> someone else really wins. Massive. Because Zion yeah, is such a know. huge Zach Norvell to win Rookie of the Year. Honestly, like if like if he won, you'd make like a million dollars because so his odds are horrible, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and Zion could get injured. You never know. Exactly. Yeah, you never know. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, go for it. I kind of I kind of want to go first, just because I feel like you're actually really gonna like my MVP pick. Okay. Um, but I got Steph Curry taking MVP. I do really like that pick. I do. I do. Just be just because he doesn't have as much firepower around him this year. KD's gone, Clay's gone for the season, um, and I still think they're going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs, and Steph's going to have to play his best basketball almost every night for them to get a good spot in the playoffs. And and I really I I think uh, I heard Steve Kerr give a quote that Steph Curry is mentally and physically at his peak right now. So mm. that's always a good sign when you hear that from your head coach. So that's why I got winning his third MVP this year. Yeah, I uh, I actually do really like that pick, Zach. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, I thought about picking Steph for mine as well. Um, I didn't. You know, I I do think that he's going to be, you know, maybe second place in um, MVP voting. He's going to have a really uh-huh. good year just because, like we said, they don't have much else on the team um, yeah. until Clay comes back. Um, but my MVP, I'm going to go with Giannis again. Oh, back-to-back. Um, okay. Going back-to-back with Giannis, um, I think – 
you know, he's going to lead his team to number one seed in the East for, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Or were, they, they, were they one? I think they might have been one were, last were year. Were they one last year? Okay. I think um, so, yeah. Well, then even better because, you know, he'll lead them to number one seeds two years in a row. Mm-hmm. He's clearly the best player in the Eastern Conference, like, by yep. far, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, I mean, well, Katie's out right now, but. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Giannis, Giannis is the best player in the East. Um, and I think that they really depend on him more than other players or uh, other teams depend on other players. So that's why I have him at MVP. We'll see if he can develop just in mid range and three point shot. Because if he does, he's going to be very, very hard to guard. Right. All right. So that does it for our NBA segment. We're going to go to another break and then we'll be back with some entertainment from Jacob. Doing nothing, moving too fast Candy paint with the windows all black Seats creme brulee, what they gonna say With the top down, screaming money, anything We up till six in the morning When the sunrise, will be on it Ooh, I got five, you know it's so live Tell me when to go, baby, when we gonna slide Baby, when we gonna slide hey, hey. Up all night, baby, when we gonna slide Oh Matters when we one on one. Looking at us, cause we going dumb. We on the same wave, you the same way. You know, I'll be down to fist with you. Where we going, baby? What's the move? We should take a trip up to the moon. Get a room. Doing nothing, moving too fast. Candy paint with the windows all black. Seats creme brulee. What they gon' say? With the top down, screaming money, anything. We up till six in the morning. When the sunrise will be on it Oh, I got five, you know it's so live Tell me when to go, baby, when we gon' slide Baby, when we gon' slide hey. Up all night, baby, when we gon' slide hey. All right, everybody, welcome back um, to the Pig and Pop podcast um, So we're gonna go ahead and switch things up a little bit here And stray from our normally scheduled uh, sports programming Um so we're going to jump into some entertainment because I did have um, a request from an anonymous listener who might get shouted out later. Um, oh, I want to hear this shout out. Um, yeah, so that person might get shouted out at the very end of the podcast, but they might have to wait and see. Um, but anyway, so we're doing a TV and movies segment, um, and I wanted to kind of kick it off by talking about the Disney Plus streaming app um, <laughs> because, you know... This thing is kind of, um, you know, just like the newest streaming um, option in a, you know, world of streaming options now in entertainment. Um, And I wanted to kind of go over kind of the key, uh, you know, bullet pointed things about what the app is going to be like. Um, I heard the stuff that's on there right now is like is lit. Like there's so many good movies and stuff. Yeah. So apparently it is only seven bucks a month compared to netflix which i'm pretty sure is like in the 13 like 12 or 13 dollar mark um so it's like half the price of netflix which is very interesting um and then you know like you said there's a lot of cool stuff on there so on the disney plus app they have everything marvel they have everything pixar they have everything disney obviously they have everything star wars um and then i think that they have everything espn brandon too because espn is a 
um, Disney affiliated brand. Yeah. They just have a lot of stuff on there. Like, what are your thoughts on the whole Disney Plus app? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know a ton about it, but I was hearing some of the stuff that's on there, and I, I just think it's so cool, just how they're like, like uh, they were listing off all the like Disney movies and stuff that are on there, and I was, I was like getting super excited. So I think it's cool. I mean, there's just so many streaming options out there now, and I think this one obviously is such a big name, so it'll get a lot of love. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Definitely. Um... All right, so I think um, on that note, I want to kind of ask you what your favorite Disney movie ever is, um, because you know I think that we all grew up watching Disney movies. Um, so while we're on the topic of Disney, why don't you give us your favorite Disney movie ever? Dude, this one's a no-brainer for me. This has always been my favorite Disney movie. Um, it's The Lion King. Okay, and it, okay, it's, okay. it's not the new one, although the new one wasn't bad. I don't hate the new one, but the original one will always be my favorite. Partly because apparently when I was a baby, my parents would play me the soundtrack to make me stop crying. Okay. And it would, that was like one of the only things that would make me stop crying. Fair <laughs> so, enough. so whenever I hear that soundtrack, I still like just get happy vibes, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's just like, I don't it, know. I mean, a, it is like a happy vibes movie. I mean, it really movie, is. Except yeah. For, except for, you know, all this. When the, except happens. for when the wildebeest run down and like fucking, yeah, all that stuff happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's, it, I just think it's a really good movie. I still get good vibes and I did like that they remade it. And had such a great cast. And yeah. the soundtrack was actually really good, too. You know, with Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, Donald Glover. Yeah, so I, I think that's definitely my all-time favorite Disney movie. That is a really about good you? Yeah, so that is a really good pick. I'm glad that you brought that one up. Um, so mine, um, I'm going to have to go with Toy Story. And I know, I, I know it is like a Disney Pixar film. So it's not mm-hmm. like True Blood Disney. Um, but Toy that's Story, a classic though. That's a good pick. Yeah. Toy Story has been my favorite movie ever since I was a little kid, kind of like you and Lion King. Um, like I would like my, my parents say that I would watch that movie just on repeat, like on the weekends, like over and over and over again. Um, and so <laughs> I can see it. That one has just been my favorite, like since all, since, you know, all time basically. And, um, you know, even, have you seen the new one? Yeah. I was just going to say, even dude, most, I haven't seen it yet. I still haven't seen it. Even the most recent one, I was very impressed. Like I, loved the fourth one like that one i thought was better than number three uh-huh. not better than one two but it's it's better than three in my opinion and I, like i was like damn like they're still doing toy story and like it was yeah cool, you know because usually once they get to like three or four they're bad but uh-huh. I thought number four was really good so dude i need a toy story marathon yeah because I, I i just they all kind of blend together and now i'm i'm trying to wonder how many i've seen I know I've seen the first one many times, and I haven't seen the new one. I got to get on seeing Toy Story four. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of, you know, going off of that note, while we're on the topic of like favorite, you know, movies and all that stuff, um, I thought of this interesting question to kind of pose to you. Um, so I was gonna say, like, if you're like, let's say you're deserted on like, you know, some like faraway island with nothing, but. <laughs> you do happen to have a TV that, you know, has like a, like a Chromecast or something or whatever. And, um, a VHS. Yeah. Like an old VHS tape <laughs> player. Um, and you know, when you're going to this Island, you can pick one TV show, like, like a whole series and one, okay. and one movie. And huh. those are the two things that you get to bring with you. So basically a simpler way of asking the question is if you could only watch one TV show and one movie for, for the rest of your life, what would they be? So I'm just going to slowly die while I'm watching these over and over? Exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, 
That's a really good question because most of the time when people ask about a deserted island, it's like, what three items could you have on this island? Right. Um, but I like that. Um, okay. Do you want to? Should we do movie first or TV show first? Um, let's go with movie first. Movie first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go with my favorite movie for this one. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but my all-time favorite movie is Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks. <laughs> is that what you would have guessed? So, okay, so for the listeners that didn't hear this before we got on air, so right before we started recording this segment, I told Zach, I was like, I'm almost positive I know what what you're going to pick for your movie, but, like, I won't say anything. And in my head, I was like, he's going to freaking pick Forrest Gump. I, I know <laughs> How could I pick anything else? Well, it's interesting <laughs> that you picked that because that's my pick as well. Like, Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I, like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, that movie is – I mean, first of all, like it's a long movie, so like yeah, there's a yeah, lot going kills, on. Kills time. There's a lot going on if that's all you're gonna watch for the rest of your life. True, Plus, true. like it's very diverse. Like you have several different storylines. Like it takes you through this guy's whole life. So, yeah, like, yeah. You get to live like a whole life while you're just like wasting years away on the island. So it's kind of it's kind of a good movie to bring. And he just does so much cool stuff too. If you think about like he he's like such a dumb guy, but he like he does so many interesting things. Like he. He wins the Congressional Medal of Honor. Like, he is on the All-American ping-pong team. Like, yeah. he's a shrimp boat captain and, like, yeah. he makes millions of dollars. Like, he's just – it's so cool. Definitely yeah. agree. That's yeah. it. Hey, there we go. I didn't know you were such a big fan of that movie. Okay, nice. I mean, I'm not as big a fan as you, um, I will yeah, say. Yeah. But, I mean, um, it, it is a classic for sure. Yes, yes. All um, right, should we go uh, TV show now? Yeah, go ahead and give us um, the one TV show that you would bring. I'll go first. Okay. This one you might be able to guess too, but I, for TV show, I will say Friday Night Lights. Oh, as, okay. Good pick. Good pick. Gotcha. Okay. I got you on that one. Um, Friday Night Lights is my TV show that I would watch on a deserted island. I've seen all, is it five seasons? Yeah, I've seen all five seasons at least three times all the way through, and I'm probably going to do it again sometime soon. So I would definitely do it on a deserted island, and it's just so good. For anyone out there who hasn't watched it it's got it it is a football high school football show but it's way more than that it's based around the lives of everybody on the team and in the town um so i think you know any kind of tv show fan would probably like it all right good pick um so okay so for mine i will be honest i was going to pick the office um because i thought thought you might pick that because that's just such a long show you know a, a lot of good characters um you know funny obviously so I was going to pick that. But then I had this revolutionary way of thinking that, like, I am on a deserted island and I'm stranded. <laughs> and if I have any hope of getting off this thing, I'm going to have to bring something that might give me a chance to get off the island. So oh. I'm going to pick Man vs. Wild with Bear Grylls, baby. Oh, that, what? <laughs> that is my pick for a TV show that I'm bringing. It is by far not my favorite TV show of all time. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm on a stranded island, I might as well bring something like Bear Grylls <laughs> along with me. Um, that's that's so yeah. awesome. I thought you were gonna say like Survivor or something like that, but but Manver, yeah, okay, yeah. Just in case you encounter any friggin' I don't know Bigfoots out there. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully Bear Grylls can give me some tips to you know work my way off of this deserted island where I will inevitably <laughs> die. Um, but yeah, you know that that is my pick for uh, my TV show on the island. So Tom Hanks and Bear Grylls are keeping you company on that island? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Nice. Um, All right. And then I think the last thing that I want to talk about um, entertainment-wise, and this is kind of another interesting question that I've always kind of thought of. Um, And the question is, like, if your life was to be made into a movie, 
what actor would play you. Um, uh-huh. And this is something that I've heard other people talk on or, or talk about on other, you know, TV shows or on other podcasts. Um, yeah. And I think, I mean, I'll go ahead and start. Um, yeah, go first on this one. So, so, so this was tough, obviously. Um, but so I, wait, before you, before you say it, what yeah. are you basing it off? Like, like personality looks or like a little bit of everything or like who you would want to play you? Like, how are you kind of basing this? Okay, um, so I'm kind of going just off of like all around, yeah. Just like just like who I think would be a good fit to play me. Uh-huh. Um, so I mean, so just to go ahead and get it out of the way, my my pick would be Chris Pratt. Um, nice, and you know, I can see that actually. Like, not at all saying I'm anywhere near as good looking as Chris Pratt. Like, not saying you're, that at all. You're better looking. Oh, thank you. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, like I would pick him because I think like he's kind of like a goofy person, um, which is kind of like me also. But then he can get mm. serious and like play like an intense role also. Yeah, which yeah. I think is also like kind of fitting to my personality. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, and I mean he's he's been in some cool things. He's been in Jurassic World. He's been in you know Avengers. So Avengers, yeah, yeah. So um, and those are you know two things that I like a lot. So um, yeah, I think he would be my pick. He's a he's a Washington boy. He's from Lake Stevens, Washington. Ooh, okay. Well, I, I guess in that case, I might have to rethink my pick. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> um, quick note on that. What was what's the song that he sings in the last Avengers? You know where he's like walking through the the field and he's like singing that song. He's got his headphones in. He's like singing that song. It's like an old song. I, have I no downloaded idea. it on my phone because I was just like vibing to it when I was watching the movie. But <laughs> what, what, we'll have to get to that later. I'll, I'll yeah. have to send that out to the listeners or something. But definitely okay. Um, yeah, my pick, this was hard. I, I struggled with this one for a while. Um, so I wanted to say Tom Hanks at first because I had Forrest Gump on the mind, but I don't. I don't know if that would be. I don't know. Just he plays so many different roles, and I, I'm not going to pick Tom Hanks. I thought of another good one though. Um, John Krasinski. Yeah, th- dude, that fits you so well. <laughs> really? Honestly, you guys kind of look alike, to be honest. No, well, that's partly why I always thought of it. Um, and then I was kind of thinking, like, well, for one thing, he's a paper salesman, and right now I'm a truck part salesman, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that also is one thing in common. Right. Um, just selling very, very boring things. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I think he, he's, like, kind of the same thing, like, he – He's serious a lot of the time, but he's also just like a little bit quirky and like weird sometimes, which is I feel like kind of like me and like, you know, he can have fun. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like I feel like he'd be a good person to play me in a movie. Yeah, that's a really good pick for you. I I, uh, I could definitely see that happening. We're like, John you and him are like the same person. That, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I know. I like that segment. That was good. Yeah, me too. Um, hopefully you listeners enjoyed that as well. Um, kind of a change up from, you know, our regular sports talk. Um, and I think now that that's over, we'll give you guys some music real quick and hop to a break. And then we will be right back to close everything up. I know what you did. Yeah, I know, I know. And I want to talk about it. And I know you don't. I've been holding guard for so long, so long. And I don't know where to start. I don't know where to Tell me where you hide, where do you go? Tell me is she nice, she knows, I know Tell me why you lie, tell me why
let my guard down, you play around And no, not this time, we can't hate shit out It's too late for me to stay I wish all the things you say was with your behavior displayed But no, I could've done without lies, lies And although I know love is blind, blind This just don't feel right What's up, guys? All right. Last segment here. So we can't go through a podcast without talking some Gonzaga basketball. So we got some quick notes, partly because the next podcast we do will likely be after Gonzaga plays their first game of the season this year, which is exciting. Um, so first game, first real game of the season is November 5th. I believe it's against Alabama State. So that's a, it's a real barn burner right there. Um, no, we shouldn't have any problem with that one. Uh, they do have an exhibition game before that, but the first real game is November 5th. And we have a couple little cupcake games like that before we play um, Texas A&M, which is on a Friday in November, and I think that'll be a fun one. Not sure how good a and going to be this year, but that's where um, Admon Gilder, his former team, he'll be, will be going down there to Texas playing against his former team. So I'm sure he'll get up for that one, and that should be a good game. Uh, another update, Killian Tilly has apparently gotten surgery or is getting, has he gotten the surgery yet? Do you know? I'm pretty sure he's already gotten the surgery. He's already gotten he's it. like in recovery now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so just to, just to, um, diminish some of the scare of you Zags fans out there, apparently this is just precautionary. Apparently he had, he had some lingering issues and they wanted him to just get the surgery now so that he won't have any, hopefully won't have any issues later on in the season. So it sounds like he'll be ready to go for if not the very first game, at least one of the early games of the regular season. So that should be good. Um, And then one other note I wanted to touch on from Gonzaga is the fact that the dorms, the on-campus housing, is going to be closed for the North Carolina game um, because the North Carolina game against Gonzaga in December is actually like five days after the students will be leaving for winter break. So that's a little bit shocking. Um, However, we were talking about this earlier, and it could be a good thing because I've heard that most of the upperclassmen who live in off-campus housing are actually going to stay so the student section may be full of juniors and seniors which for those guys i think will be really cool they won't have any of those freshmen stealing their tickets which i know we've been frustrated with before so i think they will have a student section which is key if if gonzaga didn't have a student section it's a totally different atmosphere um and yeah so i think that'll that'll be a fun one with some upperclassmen filling the student section yeah honestly if i was a senior um, or even a junior like i wouldn't be mad at it at all because yeah. like you said, like the student section is just going to be full of upperclassmen who have paid their dues of like, you know, going to all the games there, like, you know, freshman and sophomore year. Um, yep. And honestly, like, in my opinion, it's just not right for like the freshmen <laughs> to take all the tickets for like yeah. this game. You know, if you're a senior, you should like get priority for the North Carolina game. So I think, I think so, too. I, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all working out the way it should. Um, mm-hmm. Seniors and the juniors will get to go. Um, the freshmen will have to miss out, unfortunately, but they'll go to every other game. Um, yeah. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, the only thing I do hope is that they don't like like shorten the student section because I know, yeah, yeah. And I know in the past they still have a, a student section, but mm-hmm. they just make it like two times smaller. Uh-huh. Um, so I hope that they don't have to do that. But if not, yeah. if students go, then they probably will, which would suck. Um, yeah. because you know the you know the kennel is one of the greatest home court advantages in the country so mm-hmm. i hope that they still have that advantage um and i guess we'll just have to wait and see 
Yeah, I mean, I think arguably this might be the most important or biggest game ever played in Spokane for Gonzaga. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had some big games, but I don't think they've ever had one this big at the kennel just with the team that they're playing in North Carolina. So, yeah, there you go. There's your taste of Gonzaga basketball. We'll have a much better rundown after or for our next episode as they will have played some games by then. So everybody, hopefully everybody's really excited. I think they're going to be good this year. Maybe not as good as last year, but I think everyone should be excited for this team. So, um, yeah, that's about all I got. Jacob, what else you got? Um, yeah, so one thing, um, I did want to backtrack a little bit back to um, our first segment on college football. Um, there is one thing that I forgot to mention, and that is that uh, your Washington Huskies did lose to my Stanford Cardinal at, at Stanford. Um, a game that God. I did have the pleasure of going to. Um, you just had to bring it up, didn't you? And I, and I did forget about it earlier, but I did have to bring it up. Um, you know, you, you came out with the dub in uh, some of our college football picks. <laughs> so it's only right that I bring this up and kind of throw you an L here. Um, <laughs> Washington lost to Stanford, and Stanford is the worst that they've been in probably 10 years. So um, yeah. quick round of applause for the Huskies there. They uh, lost a big one. Dude, we were so bad that game. Like, I don't even know what to say. I can't even fight back because we were just horrendous in every way. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I, like, I don't even really care about Stanford this year because they're so bad. But <laughs> the only game I care about them winning was beating you dub. So, 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 I know. So that you would be miserable. Um, I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I got the chance to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had honestly forgotten about that. And then, yeah, well, thanks for bringing that back to me. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, lastly, I think the last thing I want to say before um, we close it out is I want to give a couple quick shout outs um, to uh, Zach and my own friends, Maddie and Cassidy. What's up, Woo! ladies? Um, happy that you are still tuning into the Pick and Pop podcast. Um, you guys better be listening to this right now. We should, we should, tell, we should not tell them that we gave them a shout out and see if they notice. Okay. We should wait for them to say something. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> we won't say anything. Um, hopefully you guys hear this. If you don't, then we're just talking to ourselves, and it means nothing. Yeah, um, yep. but, but to be fair, Maddie did text us and ask us for a specific shout-out. So, yep. Maddie, hello. Shout-out to you. Um, <laughs> shout-out. And, and Cassidy, um, actually, I do want to say um, I want to thank her because she gave me the inspiration for this entertainment segment that we just did. Yes, um, she told me that she listens to the podcast on her commute to work, and that oftentimes she doesn't know what the hell we're talking about because it's <laughs> all sports. And so she's like, "You should kind of like switch it up and do something like TV and movie wise." And I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty good idea." So um, thank you for the inspiration there. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Um, Shout out, Cass. Yeah, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed the entire episode. Um, all right. Anything else before we sign off, Zach? No, man. That's all I got. All right. Um, well, until next time, my name is Jacob Phil, and you know, with me is my co-host Zach Oates. Peace. I put fifty in the safe, yeah. speeding off in the rave. Oh, yeah. Had a dream that I was safe, yeah. but we know it ain't never safe outside. No, I can't stand for the hate. Hey. Oh, what you mad? We took your chick oh, yeah. we Took her down to the trap. Hey. She ain't never coming back, no, dog. I keep losing pieces of my mind in slow motion. Yeah, uh-huh. I get faded all the time. Yeah, boy, getting faded, I fell alive. Yeah. 
Niggas hate never in my face I've been famous a minute now, yeah Tryna maintain, I'ma need my drink Functioning alcoholic, puffing and passing heavy Nothing is passing with me, fuck all my adversaries Numbing to go in public, fuck who ain't fucking with me My neck is full of water, my cup is full of Henny My cup runneth over with homies that never love me And shawties that wanna fuck me, say fuck me but can't forget me I trust them, my God, so the bras gotta wait Cause I'm always 100, but keep 50 in the safe Just in case, I put 50 in the safe Speeding off in the rainfall, yeah. Had a dream that I was safe, yeah. But we know it ain't never safe outside. No, I can't stand for the hate. Hey, but what you mad? We took the chick out, yeah. She took her down to the trap, hey. She ain't never coming back, no, dog. I keep losing pieces of my mind.